ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Very happy that you are with us this morning. It's a beautiful Sunday morning. We thank God for His blessing. We thank God for His mercy. And in this short time, we want to just step into the presence of God. And hear me well. We are stepping into the presence of God. That's why in the Old Testament they had the tabernacle with different compartments so that when you are outside, you know you are outside. When you are inside, you know you are inside. And even when you are inside, there are chambers. But now, the veil is torn and we are sometimes not very careful to understand that the presence of God is also a place where we can step into. But this morning, wherever you are, as you are connected to this online service, as you are hooked on to this broadcast, I want you to believe that wherever you are, you are in your room, your living room, your bedroom, believe that you can step into the presence of God. In the same environment, you can still step into the presence of God. And that presence will bring healing. That presence will bring wisdom. That presence will bring the blessings you desire. So wherever you are, we are about to cross the threshold into the inner chamber, the holy place. I want you to just lift your two hands as we worship the Lord. Just begin to bless his name. Just bless his name. Yes, we are here, Lord. We are waiting here, Lord. We are waiting. We've come before you, Lord. We've come before you, Lord. We are waiting, Lord, in your presence. There's no place we desire to be. Bless his name, wherever you are. Wherever you are. Maybe you are in a group. You are in a group watching. You are in a group watching. I believe that God has a special word, a special blessing. You are in church. And enter the presence with worship. 
Dili masin dala ba ba ba. More and more. Sing it again. Abide in me. Abide in me, I pray. Masande mohandalaba satalaba. I'm longing for your presence. I'm longing for your presence. I desire to be with you. Mande Worship him. Draw near. Hide me. Bring me to my knees. Oh, bring me to my knees. Father, we bless your name. We thank you for your beautiful presence. May I know Jesus. Worship him, worship him wherever you are. As she sings, worship him. As she sings, bless his name. As she sings. We bless your name, we bless your name, we bless your name. Come live, come live in me. Masando Robosa, Masheka Bayandalaba, Indelebasa, Imalandalabasa Tababa, Leste Boski Bahonde, Zamama Yande, Masenda Bosa, Kadima Mazundalaba, Mandalaba, we bless you. We bless your name. We bless your name. We worship you. We bless your name. We bless your name. Just bless his name. Just bless his name. Just bless his name. Draw nigh. Lord, I step into your presence. I leave the earthly realm. I leave the mundane. I leave the atmosphere of devils and evil. And I step into the holy place. I come into a place of beauty. I step into your glory. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The presence of God is entering somebody's house. Somebody watching me. I feel a rush of a wind coming to you. Somebody watching me. I feel a refreshing presence coming to you wherever you are. Yes. 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 Strong. And in my heart, and 
Father, we bless you. Father, we bless you. We thank you. We say no one compares to you. We say no one is like you. We say you are apart. That's what we mean when we say you are holy. You are apart. You are one. No one compares to you. No one comes near you. And on this Sunday, Lord, we testify of your majesty. We testify of your greatness. Your greatness has brought us where we are. Your mercy has preserved our lives. And we say, Lord, be magnified. We say, Lord, be hallowed. May your name be hallowed. May your name be lifted up. May your name be mighty in our mouths. May your name be great before us. May your name be awesome because you are awesome. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, just clap your hands for Jesus. Keep clapping your hands wherever you are. Keep clapping, yes. Keep, I can hear you. Somebody in Tema, just clap your hands. Somebody in London, just clap your hands. Somebody in America, just clap your hands. Keep clapping. 
I believe that God's presence is mighty in our lives. Hallelujah. I want us to spend a little time to pray. To pray. We are in church. And remember that Jesus, when he took the whip, he said, the house of God is a place of prayer. And you have made it a den of thieves. And wherever we gather, that place is the house of God. And as we've gathered around our phones, our tablets, our, uh, our laptops, our screens, television screens, I want you to know that this is church. This is the presence of God. And we are going to pray. We are going to pray. I'm reading from Ephesians chapter 1. That's a prayer for today. Verse 15. He said, wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord, Jesus, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. This morning, we are going to pray for the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation. But before we pray that prayer, Something just caught my heart, my heart. And in the verse 15, it says, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints. I just sense that we, need, we must pray this prayer first before we even pray for revelation and wisdom. One who pray, you see, Paul heard about the faith of the efficient Christians. There are many of you who claim to be Christians, but nobody has heard of your faith. And maybe it's because you've not done certain things. You've not taken certain steps. But there is nothing like Christianity which is not known. Yes, it's personal. But people must know that some of you, certain problems in your life will vanish if people in your life knew that you were a believer. Sometimes it's because we are not even serving God. So, so there, there are some of you listening, only three people know about your faith. But it should be 40 people who should know about your faith. I just sense we should pray right now that God will give us the ability to do the things that make people know that we are believers. Sometimes it's a need to say no to something. That alone will make someone know that oh, this guy is a believer. Sometimes it's the need to say no, I'm not joining this group. I'm not coming for the party. Oh, how? No. I am born again and I can't come for this party. Or as you are there, say, you know something, I want to leave. I don't feel comfortable here. So I'm going. Thanks for the invitation, but I'm going. There are certain things. 
You see, what I'm saying is that people should know about your faith. And sometimes that is not happening because you've not done certain things. You've not done certain things. So the first prayer I want to pray is that, Lord, give me the strength to live a certain way. To proclaim your word. To say no to sin. To come out of certain friendships and certain associations and certain groups. When you take those steps, people get to know that Charlie, this guy, he's a believer. Wherever you are, some of you, after this broadcast, you are going back to friends you shouldn't be with. But we are praying now for the strength to say no to sin. For the strength to do what is right. For the strength to live a certain way so that people will know that we are believers. Wherever you are, just open your mouth and begin to pray. That somebody will hear of your faith. May no one hear of your backslidden state. May no one hear of your wickedness. May no one hear of your ungodliness. May no one hear of any other thing about you except your faith. Pray. Masatala Baba. Rendebo. Gebazi Mayandala Bazin Nana Mama. Rema Mama Zindere Basha. Rande Mama. Malaba. Lababa. Yanda. Lama Maza Mama. Ye. Malama. Yamama. Pray, pray, pray. Pray. Your life is being guided on a certain road. You are being railroaded along a certain way of life. Masa Nalaba. Le Mazinde. Lambre mama zamalinde bosha la mama zembreba zembreba ke baba la baba landalaba yandalaba rababa wherever you are just be praying lord let people know that i'm a christian let people know that i'm a believer it's not good that only two people know that i'm a christian let me go out publishing let me go out preaching let me come out of certain relationships, certain friendships, certain associations. Pray, God is going to help you because people must know of your faith. People must know of your love to all the saints. Zadi mamaya, la baba, la mayanda la babosa, lembre makuta baba, raziande, randalaba, yamama, yamama. Yamama, Yamama, yes, yes, let it rise. Let, let the incense rise. Let the incense rise. Pray, 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 pray. Kebala Babaya, Lama Zandaba. Open your mouth and pray in the spirit. Pray. Le Tesa, Le Mayanda, Inalaba, Sebalonda, Re Malaba. Ibrandesa, Ibrandesa, Samalunde, Lemakote, Shababaya, Inalaba, Inalaba, Ramamazababa. Let people know, let people know that I'm born again, that I'm born again. Le Kababa, Imbraba, Lamama, 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 Lamazi, Shambale, Lembreba, 
lembrebe zemali mama yangala babaya 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 baba mandabosa inala baba imandindoli masangale biande imonde imonde sata imonde seta bosande le maria masanda imamala baba la mamala baba Indelia Mandalaba Ramamazababa Ramamazababa Sondebia Katama Lamalamba Lamalamba Lambalamba I Katana Lambalababa Yeah Yes Lord Thank you Thank you Thank you for your help Thank you for the strength Thank you that we are stepping out in faith that people will know that you've saved us people will know that we've encountered the blood people will know that we are born again people will know that we are saints masataya lamayandala bababa father we thank you father we thank you you know something else i want us to pray about in this verse and i believe it's linked to people knowing about your faith in Christ. And it is a phrase. It says, and love unto all the saints. So, so let me complete the verse. Let me just read the verse again. Wherefore, I'm reading Ephesians 1.15 for those who have just joined. Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith, in the Lord Jesus. And, and, and love unto all the saints. So there is a certain formula that should be present in your life. What is the formula? Faith in the Lord plus love unto all the saints. I'll take it again. The formula for your Christian life should be faith in the Lord plus love unto all the saints. For many people, it is faith in the Lord plus love unto my three children. For somebody, it is faith in the Lord, in the Lord plus love unto my beloved. There's a sister watching me. Yours is Faith in the Lord plus love unto myself. But ladies and gentlemen, your life is never complete without love to everybody in your church. Love to the saints. Love to many Christians. It is this verse which leads us into ministry. It's this verse which makes us into basenta leaders. Wasenta leaders. Center leaders, regional heads. It is this verse which leads us into becoming pastors because we understand that our faith in the Lord is bogus if there is no accompanying love to all, not love to always, not love to my fancy tribesmen. Some of you, the equation of your Christian life is faith in the Lord plus love unto the people who have got money. But Paul heard about the efficient faith, which was faith in the Lord 
plus love to all the saints. We want to pray right now for an enlargement of your heart to accommodate other people. To accommodate more people than your three best friends. Oh, Jesus. Masatalamaham. To accommodate more people than your best friend. To accommodate more people than your beloved. Oh, I said to accommodate people, more, more people than you and your three children. You are not a cow. It's animals that only love their children. But when you get born again, you go beyond your two children. You go beyond your wife. You go beyond your husband and show love. I want to ask you, how many saints are in your heart? How many believers are, 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 are being loved actively now from your heart? I want to pray, Lord. Lord, let this formula be in my life. Faith in you plus love to all. Say all as you are told. Say all. Say all. Not some. Say all. Yes. Not fine girls. Faith in the Lord and love unto all the sisters with calves. A Christian loves everybody. Tall, short. Boy, girl, man, woman, rich, poor. That's what makes us into pastors. That sometimes there's a need for you to leave your circle and reach out to others who on a normal day you have nothing to do with. And today, they're going to pray. I, 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 I just feel we must pray this prayer. The rest of the prayers, we pray them God willing next week when we meet. We are praying right now and we are asking the Lord, Father, give me love. Give me love. Give me love for more people than my beloved who I may even end up not marrying. Help me to, to, to be wiser than a person who only loves a boy and can't love sheep can't love converts, can't love church members, can't include people, and all my life is just in a corner with one person. Father, give me that love in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray right now. Ratima Sandalaba. Zende Kabalina Mazino Manda Le Mazika Talababa Yabazataba Imazata Yandalaba Yandalaba Pray 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 Imamama I feel the presence of God pray some of you this prayer is going to make you a shepherd this prayer is going to make you a believer this prayer is going to make you a very solid Christian a pastor a leader in the church, Masadima Monde, Ramama, Imalababa, Resto Malinda, Lamazenda, Lemolebaba, Imasipa, Londe Bika, Londa Bila, Lenda Bala, Lebrabose, Lebrabose, Malinda, Malandola, pray, 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 Bindelebosa, Lemama, Yamama, Yamama, give me love for everybody, give me love for everybody, not just my tribesmen. Not people in my area. Not only for my classmates. Let me love people higher, lower, to the left, to the right. Everybody. 
everybody, all the saints, all the saints, all the saints, give me that love of God. Let us help people even get to know of your faith. That's how people get to know what type of Christian you are. When you have moved from 2 to 4 to 6 to 10 to 15 to 20 to 100 to 200. More saints. The more saints, the better your faith. The more saints you love, the stronger your faith. The more saints you love, the better and more refined your faith. Pray. Pray, 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 pray. Wherever you are, pray, pray, pray. Randi Zamolanda, Randi Zamolanda, Zebali Babala 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 Bababa, Jesus, Imao Kabiandesa, Ilaboma, Mandalaba, Mandalaba, Ibrahma Zindeleba, Lembreba, Lembreba, Zikata, Zikabala, Zikabala, Limbrimaka, Tababa, 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 Love to all the saints, all, 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 not a few, all, not some. All, not most of them. All, pray. All, all, all the saints. Ike, 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 Ike. Madiala, 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 Madi Malika, Ibriman. Imbrimisin doloba, imbrimisin doloba, imbrimisin doloba, la briaba, la briaba, anda manimosi minima zonde, imadima manimosanda, ikeka, ikeka, matuana, matuana, sadimose, imbirima ikabosandalaba. Brande Brandosa, Imalunde, Somiande, Sandalaba, Lambadika, Limolomo Zindiriabosande, Jesus, Lemama Satalaba. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Just lift your hands wherever you are at home. This beautiful Sunday morning, just lift your hands and say, Lord, I thank you for this life. It's a beautiful life. I thank you that you've changed my life. You change my circle of friends. You change my priorities. You change my destiny. You change the quality of my life just by being a believer. Father, we thank you. Masata la baba, randa la bazika tabaya, le hasuna mayande, ramamasanda la baba. We thank you. We bless your name. We bless your name, Father. We thank you. There's no one. Who compares to you? There's no one who is like you. We bless you. And we say, Lord, be glorified. Be magnified. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands wherever you are. Wherever you are, just bless the Lord. You can even shout in your room. When your neighbor has said to them that I've... I'm in a powerful church service. I'm feeling the power of God. I'm feeling the presence of God. I'm feeling a certain presence that is changing my life. And you are being blessed truly.
Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And uh, we have this morning um, a guest artist. Uh, she was a, a blessing to us last Wednesday. And I invited her again to be a blessing to us. She is Miss Kimberly. And I want you with a hand clap in your room to welcome our guest artists and to bless us with a beautiful song. I know your life will never be the same as she ministers to you. God bless you. Sister Kim, take over.
for sister Kim <laughs> it's beautiful what a blessing it's it is very powerful to to be in love with the Lord to to even tell God that God has won your heart and that you are in love with him and it's only you don't don't mix your work with God with things that don't matter have a commitment to God that is one and solid and God is going to bless you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to preach the word of God but it's testimony time. Today, there's no Pastor Jerry in the house. We've been locked down in the house. So, there's no Pastor Jerry here. That's why I've got a new TSA singing for me. But soon, we are going to be locked out. <laughs> and uh, the Bible says in Psalm 119, verse 46, it says, I will speak of your testimonies also before kings and will not be ashamed. So every believer must be able to speak of testimonies, the works of God and the acts of God. And uh, I, I got this testimony from Pastor Jerry. If he was here, he would have read the testimony but if he tries it the policeman will arrest him so <laughs> i have to read it myself <laughs> so the testimony says good morning bishop i am nicholas osei akoto 
from the Ghana flag region. There's a place in our area called Ghana flag. <laughs> Ghana flag region. I'm one of the Basenta leaders for my region. This is a testimony connected to my being a faithful tither. I lost my job a while back. And as a result, had been unemployed for a considerable amount of time. Things haven't been easy for myself and family because of this problem. But for some reason, it never affected my tithes. May you be that type of person. May this type of Christian we are reading from be you also. That you also be a person who does not stop paying tithes. Even when you've lost your job. Because when you've lost your job, there is still some income. You get some one or two from some extra sources. And it's very important that you pay. If it were you who had lost your job, you would have stopped paying tithes. But he said, for some reason, it never affected my tithes. I had sent many applications out. But things weren't looking up. In my state, I could only look to God. Bishop, I have a sheet where I take personal record of every tight payment I make. So I picked up that sheet and brought it before the Lord. Praying constantly, asking God to look at it and move in my favor. I see God moving in your favor as well. May God see some good things you've done. May God see the way you are serving him. May God see your tithe you are paying. May God see a step you've taken in his favor. In the kingdom's favor. And bless you wherever you are. I want to speak a blessing over Basenta leaders, hub overseers, SCA pastors. May the Lord use you and bless you as well. In the name of Jesus. So I, he said, I brought it before the Lord. It's called, spread it before the Lord. Bishop, I tell you, right when I began doing that, a friend called me about a job opening and asked me to apply. So I did. After the interview, I was contacted and received the news that I had received the job. My testimony is not about my job I received but about the faithfulness of God. Wow! What's his name again? Osei? Osei Akoto Nicholas. Wow! I mean, that's, that's, that's Nicholas, see me after, after this. I, um, I mean, I said see me. Uh, send me a text. If you don't have a beloved, I've got a nice sister for you. Uh, we'll see how, to, because you are a Christian. You are, you, you, you are a correct guy. I want to meet you and see if I can uh, you know, organize some blessings for you. <laughs> yeah. So my testimony is not even about the job, but about the faithfulness of God. Wow. I was actually tempted once to spend my tithe buying something else with God's money. And heard the Lord tell me immediately that if I spend that money, I'll have to pay back five times. What a Christian. Do we have such Christians in the world? I got scared immediately. 
and went back for the money, even though I had already paid the lady for whatever it was that I was buying. God is faithful and takes keener note of our tithes than you think. He used my tithes to open a door of blessing for me. And I believe there are many more doors he will open again. He is looking to do the same for you. I want to encourage everyone listening not to play with your tithes. Wow. Don't play with the tithe. Pay the tithe. Don't play with the tithe. Pay the tithe. Please don't spend it on anything else God expects to find it only in one place and that is in his storehouse. I'm grateful to God for his faithfulness. Bishop, thank you for making it easy for us to obey God in this way. Everything you teach blesses us. Thank you. Wow. Clap your hands for Nicholas. It's a beautiful testimony. And I believe that you will also not be the type of person who will go back on your promises. Some of you have pledged your support for the building of the church. But you have not honored your pledge. I believe that this testimony by Nicholas, as soon as we start coming to church, come and look for me or send me a text now. I want to know you and see if I can also... um, did he mention his age? Let me, Nicholas. No, he says he's a center leader. Uh, I've got a 26-year-old sister. I want to see if I can organize for you. But it's a blessing. You know, I mean, a brother like Nicholas should not be without a beloved. It's, it's, uh, we have to sort him out. Father, we thank you for every blessing. Uh, every blessing every blessing. I'm so happy to be there. You see, Christians like this are not many in town. Yeah, some of you, you chop your tight without any feelings. I mean, it's like, it's like normal. Normal chopping of tight. But he also spent it. But the Lord said to him that if you try, may you be a sensitive Christian. Yes. May you be a sensitive Christian. And may that sensitivity lead you into many blessings. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wherever you are, close your eyes as we approach the word of God today. As we've been locked down and locked in. The word of God. I I love what Paul said. He said, I am in chains. But the word of God is not in chains. Say, I am in bonds. But the word of God is not in bonds. I'm so excited that this morning the word of God is coming to you. The word of God has not been locked down. The word of God is free. And as I preach it, it's changing your life. The word of God is not in chains. Father, open our eyes. And bring us to a place of your blessing. Bring us to a place of increase. Let us see good days. Let us see your blessing and your mercy. And help us to continually be guided by your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This morning, I'm continuing to preach from this book what it means to be as wise as a serpent. And I'm reading 
from the foundational text from Matthew the 16th verse of the 10th chapter. Jesus said, Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. What a beautiful verse to share with this morning. I want you to know if you are a believer listening to me that you are a sheep in the midst of wolves. And I'm talking about the Christian side of you. Everything in this world is arranged against your feet. Never view the world with friendly feelings. Never view the world as a friend. Never view there is nothing in the world that will enhance your spirituality. Nothing. Everything in the world has been arranged to make sure you do not become a Christian. The educational system, the political system, the social system, the economic system. I mean, it's very difficult for a young lady to be working at a place and not be harassed by her boss, otherwise she will leave the job. These days, wherever you work, you can easily be asked to go to work on Sunday. When I was growing up, I never knew anything about a bank working on Sunday. How? But today, banks are working on Sunday. It's as normal as Tuesday. My dear friend listening to me, today, I'm continuing this series because I cannot get this out of my heart that Jesus said, if you want to survive the wisdom you need, if you want to survive as a Christian, as a believer, as a pastor, as a born again Christian, the wisdom you need is the wisdom of a snake. The wisdom of a snake. Did you know that Jesus spoke about Solomon? Yes. Matthew 6. He talked about Solomon. He even talked about Solomon's wealth. Solomon's glory. Jesus. He said Solomon was arrayed. Solomon, he, he, he mentioned the wisdom that made Solomon a great person in Matthew 6. But when it came to your survival as a believer, he never said you must have the wisdom of Solomon. So the wisdom you need is a snake's wisdom. 
Hey. Any Christian listening to me who is having difficulty living as a believer has discarded a wisdom key that only snakes can give. So, those who understand this, they sit down to look carefully at the wisdom, the components of the wisdom of a snake. If you set the wisdom of a snake aside, you will not last. Oh, you will last as a businessman. You will last as a student. You don't need the wisdom of a snake to do business. You don't need the wisdom of a snake to go to school. But you need the wisdom of a snake. He said, said, I send you forth. That is, believers who have been thrown into the world. You have been sent forth as sheep among wolves. Among wolves. Be very careful. Listen to me very, very carefully. The, the wolves want to tear you apart. Wolves want to finish you now. When they get you, they tear you apart. I've seen believers who were torn apart by wolves. As you are listening to me, just lift your hands and ask the Lord to give you the wisdom of a snake. A serpent's wisdom. Matola Bayanda. Rimazino Sheprakasata. Ra. We need nothing else but the wisdom of a snake. Yes. And the harmlessness of a dove. Which is another subject. Latamaza man. Dolima. Rimama. Pray and say, Lord, make me wise. Make me wise. Don't ask for the wisdom of Solomon. Ask for the wisdom of a snake. Because in this world, a sheep among wolves, the only subject is survival. 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 You must survive as a pastor. You must survive as a singer. You must survive as a Christian. You must survive as a shepherd. You must survive as a child of God. You must survive as a kingdom believer. Pray. Madalaba. I feel the presence of God. Somebody is receiving wisdom. That wisdom is supernatural. It said, Be ye therefore wise. Wise. Maya. Kaba. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. And I want you to know that this series I'm doing. You know, I got born again 37 years ago. And by the grace of God, I'm still standing here behind the pulpit. Listen to me very carefully. I'm not a new convert preaching to you. I'm an embodiment of the grace of God talking to you. That I'm praying that you also will see 20 years of faith in Christ. 30 years. I am praying to see 50 years of faith. Not that by 47 I would have been a backslidden drunkard somewhere. And I pray for you also. Because in this world, the only thing about a believer is survival. You must survive. There are pastors who are preaching behind the pulpits. 
who have been swallowed by the world system, they've not survived. When church starts, when this pandemic pandemonium is over, and we are back into our churches, many people who will enter the church are not real Christians. They are just churchgoers. Because they couldn't survive. They couldn't survive. There are people who are sitting in church. There are people who are singing in choirs. There are people who are dancing. There are people who are playing instruments. They have, oh, they, they have already been neutralized. There's no power left. There are pastors preaching this Sunday morning. Who are not pastors? If anything should be on your heart, it should be to survive. I tell you. The Christian life is not a small thing. Many who think they are Christians are not Christians. How will we know them? By their fruits. So every day when we wake up, we say, Lord, have mercy on me. And enhance my survival instincts. That's why today I'm coming to you. Because something wants to destroy our faith. Yes. This pandemonium wants to finish us. Yes. I call it a pandemonium because it's a noisome pestilence. The streets of the world are quiet, but the noise is very loud. The message is very loud that, that evil is coming to you. Be careful. But I'm here to inform you that God will keep you. God will preserve you because there is, there is a destiny for your life. And you won't die. You will live to declare the works of God. Survival. Please, I want to read the verse again. I, I, I just, I don't know why, but I feel I should read the verse again. It said, Behold, Matthew 10, 16. I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. As you go to school, Know that you've been sent into the school as a sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore. And last week I said that when you see the word therefore, you must ask yourself, what is it therefore? What is it therefore? Be ye therefore wise as serpents. What is wise as serpents therefore? Because you are in the midst of things that want to eat you. By the time they are done with you, you are not a Christian anymore. By the time they are done with you, you don't believe anymore. By the time it's over, you don't confess Jesus anymore. I'm looking at somebody who has made money. You've earned a lot of money. You, 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 you are holding money. Be careful. The system that gave you the money is also going to make you 
an unbeliever. That very thing that gave you the money, that thing will make you a proud man who has no respect for God. We have been sent as sheep in the midst of wolves. Believe it, believe it, believe it. Before your Christian life becomes zero. Believe it. Believe it. Please, I'm not preaching about your business. When it comes to business, you are among other sheep. When it comes to education, you are... You, the systems of the world, they, they make us great. I went to school. I've been educated. I'm a medical doctor. I have lawyers and engineers with me in church. The systems of the world, they give us knowledge. I'm not talking about law. I'm talking about Christianity. The systems of the world are like wolves when it comes to your Christian life. They want to eat you. By the time they are done with you, you have no respect for a pastor. By the time they are done with you, there's no fear of God in you. Because you are a rich man. Because you are a learned man. Listen to me very carefully. These are the red letter words of Jesus. I'm sending you. you are, I'm sending you as sheep. But unfortunately, you are not going into sheep or goats. You are going into wolves who want to eat you. They want to finish you. When you see a believer who has been a believer for five years, you must congratulate him because he has battled for five years. He's battling homosexuality, battling pornography, battling his feelings, battling betrayal, battling rejection, battling poverty, battling all kinds of things. Things that are there to fight your Christian life. That's why in this season my recommendation is this one. Learn it. Learn it. How to be wise as a serpent. If you lack this you can't last. You will die as a rich businessman. You will die as a rich lawyer. You will die as a great national doctor. As a national politician. Oh, that one, that, that's not the subject of this service. No, no, no. I'm not talking about your political ambition or your business life or your... No, 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 no. Your mar- no, no, no. I'm talking about your Christian life, spiritual life. That's the subject we are discussing. Don't confuse it. Don't confuse it. If you're not doing well in school, that's another problem. Call me and let's discuss it. I'm talking about your Christian life. That there is nothing in the world, as I know it, that enhances spirituality. Everything is to kill you as a Christian. And those who make it, they fight. I feel the presence of God here. And I gave you keys from this book. On the first Sunday, I taught about the snake being masters of non-dependent living. That's how, that is how, you see, 
When you talk about survival, snakes are survivors. And if you are a sheep, imagine yourself. Imagine that you are a sheep among wolves. Will you think of a wedding? Imagine that you have been, you have come down in a parachute and you have landed among wolves. Will you think of engagement? Won't you think of how to survive, how to, how to outmaneuver these wolves around me? And the only known wisdom is the wisdom of a snake. And the first wisdom is that be the type of Christian whose spirituality is not dependent on people. Be a Christian yourself. If you get a brother to encourage you, a sister to call you, a pastor to visit you, it's a blessing. It only comes as an icing on the cake, but the cake itself is the cake. Today's believer is only a Christian in the midst of Christians. We call it public piety, not personal piety. Non-dependent living. That there's nobody around you, but you can pray on your own, on your own. We thank God for prayer meetings we've had on the football park at the now the diff- oh, yes, we thank God for church meetings all night. It's a blessing. But without us, as there's no church now, we are now watching you. Are you a real Christian? Yes. Go back to the messages I have preached. Go to my podcast. The messages are there. This is the third installment in this series non-dependent living that a type of christian is like it's like your spiritual life doesn't depend whether somebody prays for you or not you are there i mean, can you imagine as i'm here i'm depending on uh, 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 people praying for me hey <laughs> non-dependent non-dependent a snake doesn't depend on a lion to live. Like a lion's wildness is what protects the snake. Have you seen a snake which is depending on a lion's energy and a lion's fighting scale for it to live? It's not like that. As it's there, whatever makes it survive, is, it, it doesn't depend on the antelope. It doesn't depend even on the next snake. I mean, have, have you ever seen a snake like a cobra? He's fighting because somebody wants to kill another snake. They're always alone. May you learn the wisdom of being alone. Number two is that the snakes are masters of inner power. Inner strength. If you see a snake lying there, you couldn't kill it, it survived. Whatever made it survive is from inside it. It's not from the lion (laughs) at the side. I'm saying it. I say, if you see a snake lying here, it has survived sticks, stones. Whatever made it survive is in itself. It's not from its cousin or its pastor. So everybody, you learn how to survive by developing that inner power. The snake's inner power, it's its saliva. 
it can kill a whole village. One drop in you, you bleed till you die. One drop in you, your nerves will be paralyzed. You can't even breathe. Those who don't have the saliva and so on, it can use its own body. It, a snake doesn't have a cousin. <laughs> Everything. How come you, if a central leader doesn't call you to church, you can't come to church? You are not a wise person with the wisdom of the serpent. If your central leader brings you to church, it's extra, 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 extra. You yourself should know how to carry yourself to church. You yourself should know how to open your Bible to read. You yourself should know it. Inner power. And last week, I gave you the third wisdom key, which is that snakes are masters of using their mouths their mouth. The power is in their mouth. The powers of the mouth. If you see a snake which has eaten, it's because it used the mouth. And the things they eat are bigger than their size. May you destroy devils that are bigger than your size. It has a mouth. It can, it can, it can open its mouth and wrap the mouth ar- around a deer. It can wrap the mouth around an antelope. That's how they eat. You don't have anything because you are not using your mouth. That's a wisdom. You are a sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, have the wisdom of a serpent and use your mouth to bind devils. Use your mouth to speak and make confessions about your life. Don't just say that, oh, that's the way our life is. And we are all struggling. You and who are struggling? You and who are struggling? You and who are struggling? Today, I have a beautiful piece of good news for you about the wisdom key that the snake has used. Please listen to me. I don't have much time, but listen to me. A snake has survived with wisdom because it has got something that is very nice. Serpents are masters at overcoming handicaps. I don't know how to preach this message. A handicap is a weakness. Listen, listen to me. Prepare yourself to overcome something. You must have a list of things 
that wanted to overcome you, that you overcame. I mean, when you are telling your story, your story, the story of your life should be full of handicaps you overcame. Why? Because a sheep in the midst of wolves should understand that the, the wolves are trying to remove your leg. The wolves are trying to pluck out your eye. The wolves are trying to tear off your skin and your flesh. An encounter with a wolf, help me Jesus, an encounter with a wolf will always leave you with a deficit. We are living our lives with deficits. I'm sure you don't understand deficit. You didn't, you didn't learn in school. You didn't learn in school. Look at you. You didn't learn. A deficit is something you lack. Something you've lost. Something you need to become complete. All of us, as I stand here, I'm preaching to you this morning with a deficit. The one, one I can think about easily is that I have a stammerer. I have a deficit. I'm not like the pastors you know who speak nicely, who preach powerfully. I am a stammerer. I'm, I, you, you watch me. You can see that I'm fighting to speak. Yes. If I call the next pastor to come and preach next week, you see that he will speak nicely. Say, shall we turn our Bibles to chapter 5? As for me, I must fight. Because <laughs> my throat is not a normal throat. You also have a deficit. Everybody in life has lost something. So if you read the Bible, in Revelations especially, you see Often he says, to him that overcometh, to him that overcometh, will I give to eat of the tree of life. To him that overcometh, will I give to eat of the hidden manna. To him that overcometh, will I grant to sit with me in my throne. Uh, overcoming is a normal part of your life. You can't sit down and say that you've lost what? Something. You couldn't go to school. It's your deficit. Overcome it. You started your church for four weeks and then the president announced that churches shouldn't meet. So your members have scattered. That's your deficit. Overcome it. A handicap is something that severely limits you. A handicap is something that makes you different from others. A handicap is a disadvantage that makes success more difficult. So everybody's like, uh, when it comes to me, Everybody I know speaks so nicely. They speak so easy. One day I called the brother. I said, God has blessed you. I told him, I said, I said, what you have? I don't have it. I said, I was watching you on television. And I was watching how you were speaking. And as I sat down watching you in my house, I said, if I had this thing, 
I would have been a very powerful preacher. But I don't have it. I'm a samurai. For many years, I couldn't pronounce my name. I could not pronounce my name. I had to find a way of mentioning my name. So for some years, I was mentioning my name like a Presbyterian. Presbyterians, they mentioned the surname first before. So if it's Michael Labi, so Labi Michael. I say, oh, my name is o- Ogo Edwin. Because Ogo is easy to mention. But if I start with Edwin, hey. What, what is your handicap? A handicap is a physical or social disability that makes your participation in the ministry more difficult. Your participation in life, your participation in normal things people do. Only you, because your leg is like that. And you, when you walk, it's, it's always, like, always like that. Always like that. You must find a way. Find a way of walking. Everybody is walking straight. Everybody is walking straight. Only you. When your mother gave birth to you, one leg was twisted. So it's like, you just want to move. Always, it's like, you must, you, I don't know, how, but overcome it. Snakes are the most severely handicapped animals on earth. Because they don't have limbs. Hmm. Wise as a serpent. They don't have hands. They don't have legs. You too, what don't you have? Never tell your story and let it end with what you didn't have. But your story should end with what you didn't have, but you overcame it and became like those who had the same thing. You didn't have a degree, but you were able to overcome that handicap. And and, and a time came, your life was not different from somebody who also had a degree. Snakes have poor eyesight. And so, they have heat senses that pick up vibrations. It's overcome the eyesight. Snakes have no movable eyelids. Like, you know, know, humans, our eyelids, I can, you know, move my eyelids down. I wish I had eyelashes to show you well, because you can't see eyelids. (laughs) They can't move their eyelids, but they are around. They've not gone to borrow eyelids. They've, they've, they've been able to overcome the absence of eyelids and they are just there like that. <laughs> Snakes also have no external ear openings. I'm asking you this morning, Sunday morning, what is it that you don't have? What's your handicap? What has a wolf taken from you? I mean, as we are here, Coronavirus has taken church service from us. But we are overcoming it. Hey! Snakes have no external ear openings. They are deaf and yet they are able to sense things. Snakes can pick up vibrations from the ground. Because it can't hear Do, Re, Mi, Ama, Kwame. Efwa. It's not like that. So, 
It has to put its head down and receive vibrations. May you also learn to put your life down and receive vibrations when you can't hear or you can't see. Masito Mahandala Baba. In spite of these handicaps, snakes have become the most successful predators on earth. They live and flourish where no other wild animal can live. I, I feel like jumping into your television to shake you and tell you that, wake up! They have worked around their handicap of not having legs and are able to go anywhere. An animal without legs can move faster than an animal with legs. An animal without legs can climb trees, can swim, can even fly. Abba! You are disturbing yourself. I'm very happy you are listening to me. Come out of those area boys. Come out of those Kubola boys. You can make it. I said you can make it. Shepherd, center leader. It's not that the president has scattered your members. Find a way of overcoming this handicap. You can make it. They can climb trees. Snakes can move equally well on the ground. Under the ground. In the thick undergrowth. On trees. And even in water. What a wonderful success story this is. And I declare that your life will also be a life story of deficits, handicaps. The snake has lost its legs. It can run faster. You have lost your beloved. You don't want to propose again. I wish I could find you. I wish I could find you. In spite of not having legs, arms, or ears, snakes have been able to do what other wild animals cannot do. Most ministers of the gospel are handicapped in one way or the other. Everybody is handicapped. Even you, a believer, at, at least I know that all of us have been handicapped. We are no more free to move. That's a handicap. And some of you, not being able to move may mean that you can't earn money. That's a handicap. Overcome it. For some of you, not being able to move means that you can't visit your members, you can't check on them. Overcome it. There's a saying that for every engineering problem, there's an engineering solution. Overcome it. Remember that a handicap it's a limitation that makes it more difficult to be successful. Yes. Like what I have makes it difficult for me to preach. Yes. As a stammerer. I cannot preach without sweating. I have to sweat. Because I, I speak as if I'm fighting. So people think that you know, I was not brought up well. Like, uh, uh, my behavior. No, I'm a, I'm a very gentle person. But it's the way I have to fight to talk. So it makes me like, it's as if I'm coming to slap you. But that's not how I am. I was brought up very well. My mother did a good job. But it's, it's the handicap. 
So I have to fight to let the words come out. So as you can see that, I, I want to even enter your screen. I, I'm forcing to come to you. But even for you, it's not even my handicap of speed, but it's your foolishness. I want to hold you and shake you. You, yes, you. You, you. I want to shake you. Everybody has a handicap that makes it difficult to succeed, difficult to preach, difficult to sing, difficult to get a beloved, difficult to, 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 to work. Everybody has one thing or the other limiting his success. But what do we do? Your duty is to be as wise as a serpent and overcome your handicap. Actually, I love this one. It says, you must actually use your limitations to your advantage. I had a story of a man in America. You know, we all have a nice face, beautiful structures. But this man, he had big jaws. Jaws. The jaw, this is a jawbone. But some people have got very prominent uh, uh, medically things happen. But this man had a very big jaw. So when you see him, it's like you are seeing jaws. In fact, that's what somebody called jaws. A movie called jaws. Well, this man, when he was a little boy, had big jaws. He, as he was growing, he became worse. I'm sure it was a form of gigantism or prognatism from some hormonal but had big jaws they laughed at him but as he was growing he finished high school and so on he said no he, he noticed that the jaws he could use it to, to crack things that were not normal for a normal person to crack so he would go to circuses and they would give him things they just put it in my crap just went down Crack, 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 crack. The guy used his jaws to become an international icon. Flying all over the world in circuses. Before he knew it, girls who were laughing at him because his face was deformed were rather proposing to him. Stop what you are doing. Stop what you are doing. Whatever, is, as I'll say it again, use your limitation. If you are sitting here, you, are, you, you, you have lost your job. Use the limitation of not get, having a job to, to, to overcome it and do something to, to become even a better person. The wisdom of the serpent is to refuse to succumb to the handicap you face. The wisdom of the serpent is to turn your handicap into your advantage. Serpents use the fact that they do not have legs to hide effectively. That's why a snake can live near you and you will never know. Because if it has legs, as it's hiding, the leg will stick out or the tail will be out. But because it has no legs or no hands, it can just coil itself and it's there. Cool. May you learn how to use your deficit to your advantage. Serpents have developed a special technique for legless movement. 
Everybody is using their legs. But the, because I have no legs, I must move. I don't say I'm lying there. Many of you watching me, you are lying there because you say you have no legs, you can't move. You are lying there. You are lying there in the ministry. You are lying there in your relationship. You are lying there in business. You are lying there in your call. Move! The feared black mamba can move as fast as a hundred meter sprinter. Imagine that. Imagine a hundred meter sprinter. A, a snake without legs can move faster than a hundred meter sprinter. The handicap of the serpent has been turned into its greatest advantage. If you are as wise as a serpent, you will not sit and moan about your lack of resources or any other handicap you have. If you are as wise as a serpent, you will not allow your problems and your limitations to drown your calling, to drown your destiny. To dr- Everybody has a story of what something happened. I, I lost this. I, I, I had this problem. I, I did something bad. I took a bad decision. I didn't, but you don't allow your life story to end there. I pray you will not allow the story of your ministry to end with this pandemonium. A pandemic. I pray you not allow the story of your life, of your ministry, of your center, of your center, of your church. I hope one day you will not stand and open your palm and say, ah, I was doing it, but the, the president said we shouldn't go to church and the thing has, I mean, what, you, ah, what have I done? No! Overcome it! If you are as wise as a serpent, you will not allow your problems and limitations to drown your calling. You will rise up with the wisdom of a serpent and use every handicap to your advantage. Next week, I'm going to talk about handicaps you can overcome. Certain handicaps you can overcome. And when I finish talking about the handicaps you can overcome, I will now deal with something very, very important and which is Principles for overcoming. Principles for overcoming. I want to tell you that anybody who saw your handicap and laughed will not laugh anymore. Anybody who heard your story about something you didn't have and mocked you will revise his notes. In this era of a lockdown, this is our handicap. It's our handicap. I'm a pastor. This is my life. I should be going to church. Sunday morning, what am I doing in the house with, 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 uh, speaking into, a, 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 into some lenses? But whatever life serves you, you learn to receive it and and prove to life that it's like he that is born of God overcometh the world. First John 5 4. He that is born of God, prove to the world that you were born of God. No problem in ministry should be able to exist as a problem to you. But it should bow. Today, take an inventory. Of your deficits and challenges. And tell yourself that by the grace of God, 
each of these will be ticked. I overcame this. I overcame this. I overcame this. I, I, I overcame a lack of a degree and got a job. I overcame this and went to school. I overcame this and preached. I overcame this and sang. I overcame this and married. I overcame. May your life story be handicaps. You overcame. I pray that God will help you. That he'll be merciful to you and preserve you. Next week, make sure you call your friend because I'm going to talk about handicaps you must overcome. Yes, call your friends. Next week is a special Sunday morning service. It's a lockdown service. Yes, as I've told you, we've been locked down, but the word of God has not been locked down. I know that you are becoming a winner. I know that you are becoming one of the people the world will describe as a winner. Whatever is worrying you. Is that a man worrying you? A married man worrying you? A girl worrying you? Your teacher worrying you? Your boss worrying you? Whatever. You, there is wisdom. This book should be in your hands. Wise as a serpent. What it means to be as wise as a serpent what it means. When we say that this girl is as wise as a serpent, what do we mean? When we say you are as wise as a serpent, what do we mean? May God be merciful to you. May his hand be upon you. May he deliver you from evil. And may he make you great. We prayed that prayer earlier on. His help, his help makes you great. May he make you great. By your heads. And let's pray as we end today's service. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. We will no longer sing a song. The, the, the song of our life will no longer be things we lost. Problems we had. But we will talk about things we had. Problems we had that we overcame. Deficits we overcame. He that overcame it. He that overcome it. Pray for your life. Pray. Because as you are watching me, as you are listening to me, you also have a handicap. You have. I'm not the only one. You also have. There are things in my life now, today as I stand here, there are things in my life, they have become a handicap to me. I can't talk about them. But that's how life is. You sometimes you are treated in a certain way because of something which is a handicap. It's like because of this thing, you can't be allowed somewhere. But you have to overcome it and learn to live life. Not on its terms, but on the terms of the word of God. Pray for your life. Pray. Everybody must overcome something. And today, I feel the presence of God. I feel the power of God. I feel, I feel a certain energy entering you to say, No! I will rise up. I can't sit down. I can't sit down. The four lepers, they said, Why sit we here and die? With leprosy? Because we are lepers? No. We will move. Did they move? They moved. Did they see something? They saw. Did they become rich? They became rich. Were they heroes? They became heroes. Pray for your life. I will never allow you to let your handicap be the end of your story. 
I will, I, I won't. I will fight you. I will fight you. Unless you don't give yourself to me. God sent me into your life to shout at you, wake up! Wake up. Wake up. Life has something great to offer you. Pray. Pray. Masatola. Mekala. Sabola. Kreka sadiado zimi alata. Koraka digzando labranga disepalo. Shekatama shandalaba. Father, we thank you. And we are grateful to you. We thank God for good news. But when it is bad news, what do we do? We'll receive it and move on. Handicaps, we overcome. Father, we bless you for today. What a beautiful Sunday morning. We thank you for what you have for us in the future. For which reason you made us watch this broadcast. We thank you for your great blessing. Everybody close your eyes this morning. If you are not born again, if, you've, if, you, if you are not a child of God, you've not surrendered your life to Jesus ever, I want you to pray this prayer with me and say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for my life. I thank you for this broadcast. I realize I'm a sinner. I realize I've gone far from you. Oh God, today I receive you. I receive your son Jesus Christ as my master. I receive Jesus as my Lord. I receive Jesus as my savior. Oh God, have mercy on me and wash my sins away. Make me a brand new person who can stand before you as your child. I surrender to you. I commit my life to you. Make something better out of this life and cause me to see good days. Thank you for my salvation. I am born again. I am a child of God. I will never be the same again. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 What a blessing. You can clap your hands wherever you are. I want you to know that God has come to you. I want you to watch this broadcast again. And you need to go to my podcast. The, the, the address is there of my podcast. Make sure you go there. There are messages that will be a blessing to you. And I also want to direct you to the DAG. You are Mills podcast. Very important. That's where we all eat from. And we get something to preach small by something small, small to preach. So let's go to Dagwood Mills. And um, I believe that there your, your, your appetite for the word of God will be sharpened. Because you are going to hear and enjoy anointed messages.